Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle, because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider, and also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your Crave. And welcome to the Happy Hour Jamie Ivy podcast. I'm your host, Jamie, and on this show, I invite a guest to join me every week and we chat about the big things in life, the little things in life, and everything in between. But this is the Happy Half Hour, which means it's Friday, first of all. So, yippee, you made it to Friday. Um, second, this is like a 30 minute show. You got this. So maybe you're on a walk, maybe you're cooking dinner, or whatever. It's 30 minutes. Um, and I always bring a guest back that you loved and I loved. And so, Allie Worthington is back with us today. Hi, Allie. That's quite an introduction. Thank you. I'm glad to be back. <laughs> I'm so glad you're back. And you were guests on number 114, which I can't remember when that was. Do you remember? Maybe the fall? fall. Last fall? Mm-hmm. Yes. So you were guest number 114, and you were also one of our top listen to shows last year. I'm telling you, you're great for the ego. Come on. <laughs> That's also exciting. Um, but before we get started, Allie, um, I want to thank uh, the person, the sponsor that makes this show possible, and that is Prep Dish. Prep Dish is a meal planning service, and what they do over there, the chef, her name's Allison, she's so nice, is she sends you an email every single week and it says, hey, Allie, here's what you need to do. Go to the grocery store, buy these things. When you come home, Allie, chop these things, roast these things. I'm trying to think of everything it might tell you to do put these things together you prep it all then you put it in your fridge and then it's ready for the rest of the week so you don't actually cook it all then you just prep it hence the name prep dish uh but right now for happy hour listeners prep dish is going to give you a four dollar trial for your first month go to prepdish.com backslash happy hour all lowercase four dollar trial you cannot even get a small or tall whatever they call it at starbucks lots of four dollars so that is for you listeners okay Allie, welcome 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 I was looking back at our last time we chatted, and you may not remember this, or maybe you do, because it might be just this mantra that you say every time, but you said something at the end of our show that I wrote down, and it's been in my office since then. Do you want me to read it to you? Yeah. I'm going to just build your ego up a little bit. Come and on. if you don't have this on like a t-shirt or a bag or a tote to sell by the end of this year, then I just <laughs> think you should, okay? Are you ready? I'm ready. This is, this is your little mantra. You said, show up, love people, be yourself, don't quit. I still, I still live by it all the time. You still live by it. Okay, good. All That's good to hear. The time. Yes. Um, and I have to remind myself of that mantra all the time because, uh, you know, as, as women, especially we have the tendency before we reach our goals to kind of take ourselves out of the running. So I'm constantly reminding myself when I'm scared or I'm anxious, or I don't feel like I'm up to what it is that I'm tackling. I'm just not allowed to quit. I may fail terribly. But I'm, I'm not going to take myself out of the game. Oh, that's so good. I was speaking, um, and this show is not out yet. It'll be kept out soon. But with Christy Wright from the Business Boutique, and she ta- we talked about this a little bit, especially with women, is that sometimes we're so scared that we don't even do the first thing that you mentioned of just showing up. Like, we're just so scared that we might fail that we don't even show up. Um, totally. And just how hard that is. Yep. Um, and I like to tell people all the time, I'm kind of like that nagging aunt 
um, broken record to feel the fear and do it anyway. Um, because we do, we take ourselves out of the game. And once we start feeling any sort of fear or anxiety, we go, oh, I must not really be supposed to do this. Or this is my indication that I'm not supposed to go in this direction. When generally, when we feel afraid, um, it happens because we're about to make a big transition in our life or we're going to take a big step forward. So we just, you know, not to get all biblical about it, but like we don't go into the promised land because we're afraid over here in the wilderness. When right. sometimes you just got to be like, I'm scared, but I'm just going to keep going into where I'm supposed to go. You know, and it's so funny because if you watch any kind of documentary, you listen to how I built this podcast, you listen to people's like stories about how they did great things. They were all, who does it unafraid? Yeah. And it's terrifying. Every, everything is terrifying. And what's interesting for me is the more, the more success I have in my career, um, the, the more fearful I am that something is going to fall apart because now I feel like people depend on me. And I was talking to a good friend of mine. That's kind of a, kind of a famous singer, I should say. And I said, do you find the more successful you are, the more afraid you get? And she said, yes. How did you know? We never talk about this. And it's something that whether you're just starting out or you're at the top of your game, learning how to, to manage it and go, it's okay that I feel this way, but I know what I'm, I think I'm called to do and I'm just going to keep going forward. Yeah. And it's you know, like, I've had this conversation with a counselor recently, like, cause I feel the same way that you just said. And I don't think I've ever said it that way is like, there's more on the line almost once totally. you start doing more stuff. Yeah. And for, for anyone that does things in a semi-public way, um, it's extra terrifying. Like, um, mm-hmm. I may have told you this, I don't know, but I used to have these dreams before Breaking Busy came out that I was going to be like showing up at yard sales and selling it out of the <laughs> trunk of my car for a quarter. So then I'd be like, not only am I embarrassed that this was just a horrible failure, but also like I'm letting down my publisher and I'm letting down people that believed in it. And, you know, it's the same way for the next book. I'll probably feel this way 10 books from now, but I have to, I have to be like, it's all right. I'm going to acknowledge how I feel and I'm just going to keep going and do my best. I understand it. And you and I, we can just make a vow to each other right now that we'll buy each other's books all the time. So there's one. There you go. There's We're one set. sold. We're good. <laughs> We're good. <laughs> oh, Allie, anything new since I talked to you last? Oh gosh, there's so much new. Um, I mean, are you talking about your next book? I, I'm not really talking about it yet, but I can. I mean, you don't have to I talk mean, too much, you, but just I mean, so don't, we know. Don't pull my leg. I mean, <laughs> just my arm. Um, it, it is. And a lot of it is what we talk about all the time. I joke that like I'm a huge blast at parties now because I'm the girl that'll pull you in the corner and go, what are your deepest, darkest fears? Let's go. You know, like nobody wants to do that. But it's a book about um, it's a book about fear and faith. So it's called Fierce Faith. Mm. Comes out in January. And it is a woman's guide to fighting fear wrestling worry and overcoming anxiety. And it's everything we're talking about. It's what, what does this actually look like? Because for me, I went through this massive struggle where I felt like I knew perfect love cast out fear and I wasn't supposed to be afraid. I know all the sermons. I know the scripture where I'm not supposed to be afraid, but like, what do I do when I have this ball of anxiety in my stomach? Mm. Like, do, do I not love Jesus enough? You know, what's, what's the problem? Do I not have enough faith? So I wanted to explore what we do to overcome this from a spiritual level, but then like a, just a really practical step-by-step, like, but what do we actually do every day? Like yes. you can say to me, 
Allie, how did, how did you build the Parisian restaurant out of Legos? And my answer can't just be Jesus. Like it has right. to be, well, I had a manual. So it's right. kind of like Jesus and a manual. So I love it. yeah, that's next year. And you know, I found just talking about fear. And I think that this conversation comes up a lot on the happy hour because I think it is something that, um, and I always speak to women because that's who I am and that's who listens. But a lot of things that women would struggle with and what I've realized, you know, I just turned 39 and I've had many different seasons of my life of, um, you know, single parenting, you know, married and not parenting, working home, all the different seasons I've lived in them. And I've always found that some of my same struggles, they just look different in different seasons, if that makes sense. Yeah. 100%. So this struggle with fear, it's not like you think, oh, well, you know, when this will go away is when I get married. Well, not really, because it just looks different, right? Yeah. You know, um, when it goes away, never. When we're exactly. hanging out with Jesus. I that's know. When it goes away. Eternity, yeah. when we're like glorified with him. I know. And so it's when I think about it, I'm like, man, it's a book for everybody in whatever season it is, because it's a struggle that I feel like we would all deal with at some time, if not all the time in our life. Well, I sure hope so. And I hope it helps. It was it was a beast to write it. And I'm just glad that I lived through it because at first I was like, oh, I'll I'll examine it and it'll be great. And I'll give people strategies. Well, you know, God doesn't let you write a good book unless he puts you through it. So you went through it. I know you did. Yeah, I went, I went through it. I just recently got the last copy printed. You know how they send you the last copy and say, look at the edits. Uh huh. I didn't realize that I was anxious about something in my life until I was reading that for edits. And I was like, oh, this is actually ministering to me. Like uh. I got to like print some of these things out and hang them up on my wall because you know, the struggles are just going to keep coming. We're never going to reach a point where we're like, oh, I got this. I feel right all the time. Exactly. Even Not when you write the book on it. No, that's the right. most humbling thing ever. Exactly. Exactly. I, um, there is, I like how you said that your book was ministering to you. There is one particular chapter in my book that will, that every, I have never read it, edit, writing nothing without crying. And I think it's personal because oh, yeah. it's me. It's my story, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yep. But it's so funny because I just sent it to a friend yesterday to look at for something. I was like, I've never read this without crying. I just can't. I can't get through it um, because it's me. and It's my life. Uh, Okay. So I can't wait for that to come out. We're going to be like book sisters. I know. January. January's on. January's on. January's on. Okay. So this is the happy half hour. I'm going to ask you some questions. Are you ready? Go for it. Yeah. All right. What is something that you have read, watched, or heard lately that you cannot stop recommending to others? Oh, my goodness. Okay. I'm such a nerd. I am obsessed with personality tests, like obsessed. Okay. I make, I make all my friends take them. I make my team take them. I make coaching clients take them. I'm obsessed. Um, I have just ordered, I haven't read it yet because I want to get into Enneagram. I just ordered Ian Cron's book, The Way Back to You. So I'm sure I'll be recommending that. I've heard it's amazing. Um, right. And like, I know my Enneagram and I'm, I'm just like, I got to get to know it more, but I kind of feel like. God made us all with these really unique gifts and talents. Like, why don't we dive in and figure out what our personalities are like? Like, he he created us all super uniquely for a reason. Like, I think it's great because we can know ourselves so much better. We can understand our friends, our family members. I feel like it just opens up a whole new world of opportunities and ways to understand ourselves and love people better when we're in tune with the way God made us. So it's very cool. I could talk about it for hours. Well, I just two two episodes ago on the happy hour, Megan Teach was my guest and we talked about personality tests and Enneagram and ESF things for like mm-hmm. 30 minutes. It was so much fun. She loves it as well. So well, I I'm just learning. And so I am, you know, I'm just learning about these things um, as well. Uh, okay. So you're learning about the personality stuff, yep. all those kind of things. Anything? Are you a TV watcher? I can't remember. 
I don't watch TV because we only have two in the house. And between, we have five boys. I was going to say you have seven yeah. people. <laughs> between the little kids watching SpongeBob and the teenagers watching TV, it just frustrates me. So I'm a movie person. I'm obsessed with new movies. So we are recording this. I don't know when it's coming out, but we are recording this the day before Guardians of the Galaxy. Hits oh, yes. I am going tomorrow night at that late showing with my 16-year-old, like, we are all about it. We're going to do a movie review on Instagram. We got our hashtag ready. He's trying to convince me to do a YouTube channel of our movie reviews. Oh, you totally should. Because I'm was. i glad you mentioned your ratings. I watch those. I mean, I like what you put on Instagram. Oh, you I love it. rate the movies it. for us. I know. Sometimes. And sometimes I'll have like the 10-year-old write a re- movie review and it's ridiculous what his input is. But you know what? Maybe some parent of a 10-year-old finds it helpful. But I we have a say. That is so fun. My boys all want to see that. I've never seen any of. There's a lot of those, right? Guardian of the whatever well, things. Well, there's a lot of Marvel. This okay, is the Marvel. second Guardian. Now, here's the thing. I'm a super strict mom about what my kids see. So it's PG-13, so I'm only taking the 16-year-old, which I may get some flack for saying. I don't feel like it's appropriate for really young kids because, you know, there's just some stuff in there. Um, the new maybe- one or all of them? Mm, the old guardian one too. Like I oh, let great. my, 13, I'm, I'm sure my boys have seen it. I let my 13 year old see it. And I was like, am I, do I have good judgment? I just don't know. But I'm, but I am, I tend to be a little more strict than the average parent. It's okay. You know, I always, have you ever looked at this thing online called common sense media? Oh yeah. They're, okay. they're more strict than I am. Every time I look something up on there, my teenagers are like, Oh mom. I know my boys do the same thing. Cause I look <laughs> up a lot on there and they have video games and yep. all kinds of stuff. And they're really, really strict. And so it helps me kind of gauge that a little bit. Yeah. So, that's awesome. Commonsensemedia.org. Y'all check mm-hmm. it out. Okay. Allie, you are like, we just said mom to five boys, um, wife, um, executive. You do all kinds of things, author. You do lots of different things. How do you recharge? Oh, that's a great question. Um, I wish I could say like, I take personal retreats and I go and get <laughs> No, I don't do anything like that. What I realized a couple of years ago is the thing that makes me happiest is singing. I love to sing. I love worship music. Now, unfortunately, God didn't give me a singing voice. I mean, at one point, my husband said, baby, I love that you love to sing, but you're, you kind of can turn a cat inside out. Like it's That's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he said it in love. Um, So when nobody else is home, I will turn on worship music and I will sing so loud that the dog will go hide in her kennel. Like, and that gives me the most joy and I'm the happiest. So whenever I'm super stressed out, I try to just get some time alone and put on worship music and that, that recharges me more than anything else. I love that. I was just doing that today. I was, I told you earlier before we started recording that I started like kind of cleaning my house a little bit. And I do the same thing as I put on, we have Apple TV. And so I just, we have our music on there and I usually go to like the same Bethel album and just love it so much. So Mm -hmm. yes, I get it. Um, Okay. Uh, Allie, what do you hope your legacy is when you're gone? Oh gosh, that's so heavy. Um, Okay. Okay. Well, okay. Not to over-spiritualize it because it sounds so like it sounds so trite, but I really want to be remembered as a woman who said yes to God, even when it didn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Because if I can, re- if I can leave something for my children and my grandchildren and my great grandchildren of who I was as a person, it would be that when I felt God nudging me, I was courageous and I obeyed mm-hmm. because that's really the hardest thing to do. And, and for me, if I do that, everything else in my life will fall in line. 
That's really good. And it's not over-spiritualized because it's really hard to do. Oh, it's the hardest thing to do. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. Really hard. Um, okay. What advice do you love to give out? Oh, Besides gosh. the one I told you that like you can, you can own the one I said you gave me last time we talked because it is good. Show well, up, love people, be yourself and don't quit. But do you have you. any other advice you love to give out? Well, I mean, that, of course, is awesome. Thank you for bringing that up. Uh-huh. But um, also it, what I mentioned earlier, that we need to feel the fear and do it anyway. Yeah. And not be surprised that we're anxious or we're worried or we are full of fear when we're doing things in our lives. It doesn't mean that we're not supposed to do it. It just means there's resistance and we're supposed to push through. Yeah. It's kind of like if anyone's had these moments or these examples, I was at a retreat a couple of weeks ago with my church or women and you know what they have all the like ropes course things. I mean, you know, I, yeah. I don't like those things until I start doing it. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's yep. like, I, I hate myself and I curse my friend the whole time she made me do it with her and I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. And then once we get going, I'm like, Oh, it was worth it. You know, because I felt like I accomplished something, all those kind of things. That's how sometimes I feel like when you're talking, that's what comes into my head. Like, Oh, I remember just a couple of weeks ago, I was so resistant to that. I hated it. I was mad at my friend. And then I liked the outcome. You know, yeah, that's awesome. I did it anyways. And, and you just, you push through even though it didn't feel right. Mm-mm. Yeah. It does. There's nothing feeling right about climbing a pole to jump off of it. Like that, that's not a right feeling inside of us. And then oh, it ends girl. up being fun. It ends up being fun. Um, Hallie, what equals success to you? And this is a hard question because I'm not asking in work, in ministry, in marriage, in parenting. You pick whatever. What equals success to you? Hmm. Well, I would say the first thing that comes to my mind is kind of what I mentioned with legacy. So success would equal obedience. Mm-hmm. Now, I have the tendency, I'm super rebellious by nature, and God is just so patient with me because I have this tendency to want to do everything my way and mess everything up. So <laughs> well, I mean, you don't I, think you're going to mess it up. You think you're going to do it awesome. Oh, I do. And then yeah. I'm like, hey, everything is in shambles. Oh, I, <laughs> I I was rebellious again. Like that, that's my MO. I know me, I know how I do it. Um, but from a super practical, less, less, you know, spiritual standpoint with my family, for me, success is, is my family loving each other and enjoying each other. It is, it's my son's knowing how to take personal responsibility for their lives. That's really important to me. Um, and being able to give and receive love. I mean, that's, that's huge. We can, we can worry that our kids aren't potty trained on time or don't know calculus when they go to college or, you know, whatever else. But what really matters is that they, they feel, they know how to receive love and they know how to give love to other people and that they know, and they love Jesus. Everything out else just comes out in the wash. Mm, You know, I, I feel like culturally we have all these messages as parents that success as a parent looks a certain way, um, when really it comes down to them knowing Jesus, be, being able to have healthy relationships with other people and, and know that they are worthy to be loved by others. Mm, that's good. And that's like, as you know, parenting, I always think it's like the highest job I could ever get because although I know ultimately I'm not responsible for their, you know, their spiritual salvation, like God does that work in them, but I am responsible for like teaching them and guiding them and, you know, pointing them. And those things are heavy, heavy, heavy. Um, but I agree with you that success oh, at the end of the day, you know, 
Yeah. I mean, that's, that's to me, that's everything. And it's funny. I, I try to do all these mantras cause I'm trying to brainwash my children. <laughs> and I will always say like, if I hear someone blame someone else, I will say, we are not a family of blamers because like personal responsibility is yeah. so important to me. Mm. And the other day I must've blamed somebody. And I heard my little 10 year old go, mom, we are not a family of blamers. And I thought, yes, brainwashing is working. almost complete. Yes. It's working. <laughs> I love it. You should send me all your mantras for brainwashing kids, and I will just start incorporating them at our house. Uh, yep. That's yep. great. I know. We say all the time here, one of our mantras is like, we're a team. Like, this is Team Ivy, and teams work together. So that's, I need some more mantras, though. I don't have very many. I like your mantras. No, oh, thank you. Uh, what's a pet peeve that you have? Oh, gosh, I have so many. Um, the biggest is gum chewing. I really do not like gum. Um, my, my sweet husband who I love with all my heart will drive the car and I'm in the passenger seat and he will smack his gum aggressively and loudly. And I will almost become a homicidal maniac. Oh, this is two happy half hours in a row that women have thrown their husbands under the bus in their pet peeve. And it cracks me up. Oh, and he takes great pleasure in it. (laughs) Um, he also eats sunflower seeds with the shells and spits them and he chews ice and it is all of those things you hate. It is a miracle we've been together almost 20 years. And normally it's fine because I'm like, you know what? You you do your man stuff. It's cool. <laughs> but when I'm enclosed in the car, I just, I, I will put on earbuds and have to find my joy. That is hilarious. <laughs> I'm I'm with you on the gum. Oh, I'm with you. It's an open do, mouth smacking. Yes. Terrible. Do you let your kids chew gum or is I it like, not. I can't handle it? I do not. Not in my presence. I say, if you want to go chew gum somewhere else, that's fine. But you can't chew it in my presence. That's all I ask. Now, do you chew gum? No. I mean, you know, if I'm out somewhere and I know my coffee breath is terrible and somebody offers Uh it to me, I will. But I'm an Altoids girl. Okay. Okay. I like gum, but I don't like my children chewing gum either. So I'm, listen, Allie, I'm taking notes. My kids are going to come home from school today and be like, no gum in this house. Just <laughs> go to someplace it, else. Sit in the yard. That's yep, what go outside and play if you want to chew gum. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's hilarious. Uh, okay, it's 2017. We're not at the beginning of 2017 anymore because it's May, uh, the middle of May. But if you haven't already accomplished this, what kind of goals do you have for yourself for 2017? Personal, professional, whatever you want to, wherever you want to go. Hmm. Um, I'm trying to get healthy. So, in what, for, in what way? What do you mean? Well, I mean. There's no, for me, I only do things if I'm forced because I'm rebellious by nature. So I know I should be healthy, but I don't exercise or eat healthy. Like a Snickers bar and a coffee is great for me. Uh huh. But I got bronchitis in January and just haven't been able to get better. So I keep going to the pulmonologist and the doctor and they're like, you know, we're not sure what it is. So they're working on it. But I started last month. I, I'm like, well, maybe it's inflammation. So let me just tell you 30 days. I have not had any sugar or chemicals, or wheat, and I haven't killed anybody. Good for you. Are you still doing dairy? Uh, I am, because I feel like, what's life without dairy? But if (laughs) this doesn't work, (laughs) I may have to move in that direction, but I'm like, give me cheese, Jesus. Come on. (sighs) So has it worked? It hasn't worked yet, but who knows? Maybe it'll help. So I'm, I'm working on my diet, and eventually, kind of when I get everything feeling a little bit better, then I'm actually going to start exercising. I mean, I really should have started exercising when I was 20. I'm 40 now. <laughs> and now I'm like, it's too late. Like I, my time is done. <laughs> but at some point in 2017, so I've, I'm tackling diet now, 
Next, I'm actually going to start exercising. What exercise are you going to start with? I don't know. I Just mean, go for a walk. That's a good one. Well, see, here's my thing. Because I'm an achiever, I want to be mm-hmm. like, well, maybe I should just join a gym and start working out every day at 5 a.m. Right. Oh, you know, maybe I should just start walking. Because right. I, I watch your Insta stories and they're great. You go for walks all the time and it looks like fun. I go for walks. I, I do it a little bit for exercise, but it's really because like I got to get out of my house. My pers- It's like for my brain development. That's why I go out on walks. Gotcha. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I got to just get away for a little bit, you know. Um, I say all the time, I mean, we are, we are members of a gym, Allie, like a great gym. Wow. And we send them their money every month. Do you um, go? In the summer, we go all the time swimming at the pool. So that's, that's how I initially joined because they have an amazing pool. So we just spend a lot of time there. And then I was like, oh, I'll just put it on hold throughout the year. Then I'm like, oh no, I'm going to work out. I'm going to join like Pilates. I'm going to try yoga. I'm going to do all these things. No, I don't. You know what stops me? Um, the hair washing. Oh, yeah. We've talked. I talked about this with a girlfriend the other day. Yeah. Because I feel like I would work out more if I didn't have to sweat and then have to wash my hair so often. <laughs> it's a sweating thing. <laughs> but you have curly hair. So can't you go for a while without washing your hair? Totally. But then I just worry it would smell bad. Oh, uh, OK. All right. Yeah. We're getting real on this. On there this has podcast. to be some kind of like hairspray that's not really hairspray. It's like hair fragrance. Like for, you know what I mean? for your, for your stanky exactly. scalp. Exactly. Yeah. Because if you could go longer <laughs> and then you can use dry shampoo, but we need something to make it smell good. Then I, I bet there exercise. is. Someone's yes. going to tell us. If someone doesn't know about it, this is your chance. Here's your opportunity. Go develop okay. it. Go for it. That's, I mean, you don't even have to market that. There's just, a, there's just a, people waiting for it. That's right. And Allie and I will be investors and marketers <laughs> for you. <laughs> Um, okay. So the working out too, I know, see, I was swimming a little bit cause I have a really bad back. And so I was like, Oh, I'll start swimming. But here's the deal. Your hair gets wet and you're in the pool. Oh, yeah. Chlorine's not good for your hair. No. And so I bought a swim cap, but I must be doing something wrong, but those swim caps don't just keep your hair completely dry. Believe it or not. No, they don't. And, um, I have an uh, unusually large head. Like I can't buy sunglasses or hats. There we go. Really? I've never noticed, really just well. so you know. Yeah, it's 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 very sad. I can't find a swim cap that fits me. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. There has to be. like These are the reasons why I can't exercise. Help me, Jesus. That's all. You I have think. listed some really good reasons. I Hair stinking so. and yes. swim cap problems is a mm-hmm. big deal. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Okay, well, 2017, eat better, which you're already starting, and exercise. I like it. I like it. And at least, you know, I'm going to start with the eating better first. Like you're not trying to tackle every accomplishment at one time. Oh, no, I'm not a lunatic. That, that's how that, I fail. Terrible. Yeah, because I go in and say, I'm going to do every, you know, I'm going to do all these things at one time and then I don't do it. So, uh, hey, are you a bucket list type of person? Yes, girl. Oh, what's what is have you accomplished anything recently off your bucket list? Mm, not not recently. You know, I used to have it up on my site and people would come to me. Like one guy came to me and said, I know you've always wanted to go to Africa. Do you want to go with our organization? And literally, cause it was on my bucket list. And I was like, yes, that's, that's so great. Um, so I need to publish it again. Cause it's like Christmas. Um, yeah. one thing that I'm working on, on my bucket list is I want to ride 25 roller coasters and I've only ridden eight. So this summer I plan to try to add three more to that list. Okay. So let me talk about this for a second. When you say 25 roller coasters, like if you Different went, roller coasters, yes. okay. So, but if I went to six flags in Dallas, surely there's 10 roller coasters there. I don't know. I've never been to six flags. Okay. But so, but that's my, my question is if you go to one amusement park, 
and they have 10. Does that count as 10? No, no. Like, yeah, they totally count. Individually. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You got this. I think so. I think so. And I, I really, really, really love roller coasters. I used to, I remember used to loving roller coasters. I used to love a lot of things before I had kids. And then I became like, you know, like nervous Nancy. And I just, I, I don't like that things like that anymore. I don't like things that make me feel out of control. I'll say that. I don't mind the roller coasters because you're strapped in and kind uh-huh. of safe. It's like big water slides. That makes me nervous now. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's just I like, that's that's just a whole mess of bad things waiting to happen. It is. We took our, we there's a place here called Slitterbahn and it's in New Braunfels and it's super fun. And we've taken our kids there every summer. And although there are lifeguards everywhere, I still get this feeling almost the entire day of like, is everybody coming up for air? Like, you know, like, mm-hmm. is everybody okay? I know I get a little nervous around the water, even with big kids, you know? Oh, yeah. So I get it. I get it. Um, okay. So roller coasters. I love that. I always forget to ask people this bucket list question. I um, have a bucket list somewhere as well. I need to find it because like you, it was on my blog and then I forgot about it forever. And I looked at it like a couple months ago because someone asked me about it. And I just had the craziest things on there that don't even matter to me anymore. So I think I need to like, I guess it's okay to edit your bucket list. I edit mine. Yeah. Because, okay, good. I mean, we're always changing as people and our interests are changing. And sometimes we list that we want to do something and then we're like, that's dumb. I don't Let's even do care that. about that anymore. Yeah. Right. Right. Oh, that's what I feel. That's how I feel like that for sometimes. Um, okay. Allie, thank you so much for chatting with me today. It is so fun. Thank you. It has been awesome to be back. Thank you. So much fun. And I loved that we got to see each other. When was that? I like life is crazy. When did I see you? February. Okay. This was in February. I was like, was Mm -hmm. it before the new year after? Okay. February. That was fun to be able to be in the same city with you at the same event. It was was a lot of fun. Um, Okay. So thank you so much for joining guys. Uh, If you didn't listen to last week's episode, it was our three year anniversary. Allie, three years of the happy hour. Three years. That is crazy. I know. Thank you. We had a little three year anniversary party um, and recorded some interviews with some friends. And so that is up last week. And then the week before, like I told you, was Megan. And we talked about personality profiles. So lots and lots of fun. We have great interviews coming up. Um, thank you guys for listening. Enjoy your week. Enjoy your weekend. It's Friday. Um, and have a happy hour with a friend. And I will see you guys next week. You guys, in January of 2024, I made a commitment to myself. I wanted to get stronger, which meant I needed to get in the gym, which means I needed to move my body in different ways. You guys know I love to walk. Well, it's spring, and spring is the best time for us to start a new workout routine. It's our yearly collective warm-up, and Peloton is here for everyone's yearly warm-up. This is the best time to get into a good rhythm, to tap into your power, and build towards your summer you. I love my Peloton. It accommodates to my schedule with a variety of class links to choose from. I can choose a 30-minute class. I can choose a 45-minute class. If you only have five minutes, there's literally a class to get you moving your body in five minutes. Peloton has a range of class types fit for every goal and every mood. There are classes if you want to hear country music, if you want to hear uh, rock, if you want to go back to the 80s. If you can't run, take a walking class. Need some grounding? Try yoga. If you want to level up, go for their Pilates or HIIT workouts. 
Here's what I love is that you can move at your own pace. And that is what I'm learning that my body needs right now. It needs to move at its own pace. Peloton makes the process easier with personalized recommendations and guided programs that take all the guesswork out of working out. You guys, we think about so many things during the day. Let's take the guesswork out. Let's jump right in and let's keep our fitness journey fresh every single day. Peloton has everything you need to get you where you're going. Whether you prefer to run outdoors, row or ride at home, or strength train at the gym, Peloton has something for you. I personally love a good 45-minute hip-hop class. It gets me moving. It gets me excited. It's my favorite genre of music. Just ask my kids. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. That's OnePeloton.com.